0: Welcome to the first episode of 2024. Um, yeah, welcome, far out. It's been a long hiatus. I do want to apologize uh, very deeply. Unfortunately, I didn't end the year that I thought I would, but that's okay. These things happen. And what matters now is that we're sitting behind the mic again, rightfully where we are. And we're here with a chunks episode something that I definitely want to keep sprinkled throughout the year and something that I want to bring forward in Life With Lamb and make it, make Life With Lamb a bit more personal because I feel like I love sharing stories with such incredible people and guests but your boy needs some airtime. He needs to be the star of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to put a... Uh, more personal brand to this podcast and my little baby, Life With Lamb. But indeed, we are back and that is the title of this episode and that is what you'll be listening to today. But I have a few things to talk about today, so buckle up, listen in, hopefully you've uh, recovered well from BTV if you have just gotten back from that or you've been working away and um. Maybe you're on a well-earned holiday. So shout out to all of you listening, tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Um, Eventually, I want to get these episodes sort of face cammed and get some snippets from it. But, you know, we're talking further along the line. So let's address the hiatus first. Uh, I had very high hopes leading into my holiday in Japan. For those of you that follow me on my personal account, um, Jaden Lamb and Jaden spelled J-A-D-Y-N. Uh, Shout out to my own account. Yep, cheeky plug. (laughs) Uh, I went to Japan with my beautiful partner, Isika. Spent about two and a half weeks there. It was just phenomenal. Just one of the most beautiful places. That was my third time being there. And I feel like every time it just gets better and better. Um, Went in 2015 with my family. And that was very uh, incredible. Like experiencing the place for the first time. And had just started learning the language. I remember very fondly that I was able to read ramen in Japanese, and that was one of the first places that we ate at. So, just really good fun mem- fond memories. Um, that was a very structured trip, and you know, like like uh, many family holidays go. I uh, got the tour guide, uh, that sort of vibe, and then twenty eighteen had the privilege of going on a study tour and spending a week with my beloved host family, who I am still in contact with, five years on. Um, Essentially with that host family, um, their eldest son came when I was in year eight and we got pretty close, he stayed with one of my best mates and then the year after, his uh, the middle child or the middle son came and you know for, forged another relationship and then by year 10, uh, your boy went over, spent a week there, bowled his eyes out and it just proved that Language barriers shouldn't even be a thing and the way that we can express and communicate with one another can be purely dependent on just your body language and the actions that you... uh Exhibit towards one another because I spoke broken Japanese, I'm not gonna lie, I still do and we were just able to have the best time ever and I'm just so grateful that I was able to experience that beautiful country with my partner, Um, you would have seen quite a few vlogs there. I am visiting Sydney soon so hopefully Isaka and I can sit down and do a cheeky Japan recap. Um, essentially the plan heading into Japan was to have, the plan heading into Japan, love that, um, was to have episodes lined up. So I guess a lot of you would have seen like each week, very, very strict, uh, and regimented upload schedule, so we'd have the main episode come out on the Wednesday, and then we'd have the main clip come out the day after, and then the photo, and then three clips, and that was going on for quite some time, I'm pretty proud of that streak, shout out to Life Through Optics, um, who does two posts a day, bloody hell, I need to shoot for that sort of height, and um, just stay tuned, you know, we'll see how we go, but essentially, that All sort of just came crashing down with the weight of exams and then just, yeah. I mean, I'm making excuses to be honest. Like I probably most, I most definitely could have sat down, but um, your boy wanted to graduate as well. Didn't want to fail any subjects. So had to really put the head down, bum up sort of thing and get through that, uh, which we did and we were able to go on holiday, but there began the hiatus, obviously, so, we stepped back off the plane in Melbourne and then we graduated. Can you bloody believe it? Your boy. After three gruelling years of... Not, not much, honestly. Like, just slaving away a little bit and not really knowing what I wanted to do. And I think uh, I've done a bit of reflecting and I realised... That, you know, instead of hiding behind this mask of saying, you know, I don't know what I want to do, I most definitely knew what I wanted to do. I want to be a business owner and I want to continue podcasting and sharing these authentic stories and validating the experiences that... Unfortunately, some students go through where the pressures of navigating career trajectory um, studies, entering a prestigious university or a prestigious location so that you can get a piece of paper and go into the workforce and earn your six figures, blah, 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 blah. I want to validate that, you know, that's not always the only pathway that's available. And it is absolutely okay to feel a bit lost, especially in your young adult years and even in your adult years. Like we never have it quite figured out and it's okay to not know what you want to do. Um, Just your friendly reminder. So, graduated, um, you know, looking all happy and stuff, as you can see on my Instagram as well. Uh, And then hopped into retail and madness. God damn. If you work retail during Christmas period, shout out to you. Um, And also, be nice to retail workers during Christmas. Uh, It's just a hectic time. So, jumped into that and it's finally subsided. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Um, It has been... Yeah, really nice to sort of take the foot off the pedal, but I'm really excited to get back into things and really just hit 2024 running, essentially. Um, And on 2024, this is how I will be tackling it. So, yes, we're onto the New Year's resolutions already. Kill me now. (laughs) Um, Essentially, I'll read through this little list that I have of things that I am tackling in 2024. Um, the most recent episode, which was a while back, sorry, uh, Alex Cleary spoke a lot about how he journaled and practiced mindfulness and how he basically kept a report of his whole life. How odd, but how oddly inspiring as well. Just the idea that you are collecting and collating all these memories, thoughts, and reflections in. Well, he does it in Notion. I'm going to try and do it a bit more old school and then potentially trial, trial it on Notion. But the dude diaries and journal Sorry, he journals. Journals every day. And he just reflects on every aspect of his life. Like, just... If you do get the chance, please listen. It is in the back end of the episode. So, I'll give you permission to skip to there and have a listen. But he just... Yeah, you just flicked a a switch in my head and I felt really inspired. But also, shout out to Anya. Uh, We were working together and she popped over to, I believe it was Milligram and purchased a My Goals diary and she's like, Jaden, Jaden, look, look what I got. And I was like, what have you got, Anya? And... Lo and behold, she... Is that the saying? Lo and behold. She pulled out her My Goals diary and was like, I got this fucking diary. I was like, no shit. I'm going up there now and purchasing it too. Um, so, we've got it. And essentially, what it is, is a daily journal. But it's got... And I don't know if any of you are familiar with My Goals. But essentially, it is... An up or Not up and coming. I think they're pretty fucking huge at the moment. Um, but... They have some gratitude at the beginning and goal setting of the 2024 diary. I forget the model name that I have, but it is the massive. Oh, wait. It's the gold digger planner for 2024. So it is pretty early on in the year. Please reach out and go grab it as well. God, I sound like a fucking affiliate. I'm not even sponsored by these people, but it would be an absolute dream to be sponsored by my goals. Essentially, you talk about. I'll go through it. Uh, you've got your My Core Values. So firstly, you identify what you value in life. Uh, my five were Purpose, Connection, Entrepreneurship, Meaningful Work and Influence. Strengths. So you talk about your strengths, like what you're good at and you actually have to ask someone to identify your strengths as well. I guess people can definitely see what you can't see and sometimes we just hide away, hide away from it as well. So that's an incredible page. Purpose. So, really, this one, I was sitting there, I was like, what the hell is happening? Because just the idea of sitting down and and truly outlining things, I think a lot comes out and we never quite get the chance to do that. Instead, we're thrown into, uh, well, let's just say high school and then you got to pick your subjects. Like, they're all pre-planned for you, you just pick your six or pick your seven and then you get the best possible score and then it's like, okay, what is the best thing that I can do that's like somewhat related to what I was interested in high school and let's go with that and then it's like, oh, what job should I get now but we never actually get to sit down and truly illustrate or think about what is our actual purpose, you know, like what gets us going, what gets us out of bed uh, other than this nine to three or, or the subjects that we've uh, enrolled into. Then we've got definition of success, so what is something that defines, I don't know, your like ideal self essentially, um, yeah, and that one that one was pretty deep. Wins and Lessons from 2023, classic, uh, rating your life. So, you've got relationships, health and fitness, career, business, finances, travel, such adventure, spirituality, education and learning, home and physical environment. Um, Yeah, so it it goes into quite a few things. I won't go into all of it, but a lot of vision setting and goal setting in it as well. Um, Obviously, you don't have to purchase this book um, for you to be you know, all higher and mighty and stuff, but would highly recommend as well. Uh, you've got habits and, and things that you talk about. Like the the first chunk of it is quite lengthy. I, I feel like I set aside a morning to do it. And uh, of course, time-lapsed it, hashtag content, <laughs> but put it out there and yeah, had really good reactions from it, which is nice. Um, what really got me going was the fact that their daily um, page yes, you get a page per day, how fucking good, so most journals, they just do like a week, but this book is chunky, on their daily, on their daily pages, they've got really nice uh, formatting, so you've got your focus of the day, what you're grateful for, how do you want to feel, your daily goal, and then you've got daily habits as well, which you check off, and then what I really like is the agenda you get to just write down your day and I pre-do it uh, for the day ahead just so I know sort of what to expect for that day but not too hard on myself in case I miss it and then you've got top five things to do and then a massive blank space and what I'm doing um, this year is actually writing one cool thing that happened for that day Um, it's something that I learned from Anthony. Anthony is an incredible uh, person. And I joined one of his workshops where he talked about the idea of reflecting and memories and, and storytelling as well. That's his whole niche. But he said, pick out a year, like any random year that you've lived so far. And from that year, can you pick out more than five memorable memories from that year? And I got 2015 and the only thing that I could think of was Hawthorne winning the premiership. And I guess I I started high school. like Those are the only things that sort of came to mind. Like I thought that was pretty jarring. So one thing that I'm trying to do is just be a bit more present and reflecting on the day... Um, That does not make any sense being present and reflecting. Anyway, I want to reflect more on the day so that I know what cool moments happen. Yes, we got that right. And it's actually so nice because then I'll get to look back throughout the year and be like, oh shit, like I I did that. Like I trained with the flexing physio. That's literally in my book right now. I'm having a look at that. Uh, and then you've got top three wins, so again, tapping into that gratefulness, and um, just really that go-getter attitude, essentially, and you've got rate my day, so my goals is something that I'm really banging on about at the moment, and sorry if you're annoyed, you can unfollow, but fucking do it, like seriously, uh, we'll have to report back and see how we go. Um, In terms of health and wellness, I've been on the cold shower bandwagon for a while and will continue to do so it just gets me up in the morning and really just yes yeah, so sort of sets the tone for the day to be honest you just get all the endorphins going the blood flow going there have been studies talking about like how it can be placebo blah 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 blah, blah bashing I feel like a lot of people like to hate um I personally like the idea of an a cold shower because it's um it's just something hard done at the start of the day, you know? And you feel fucking good after. If people are talking about it in a negative light, it most likely is, I think, post-exercise because it doesn't uh, actually benefit you after exercise. But, you know, if that's something that you're trying to conquer, if you're trying to conquer something hard um, and want something to begin with, do a fucking cold shower. Like, stand under there for as long as you can uh, guarantee you'll feel great after, probably not in the moment, because we're in our fight or flight, but guarantee you will feel good, I also caved in with Brendan, and we got a recover ice bath, so I'll have to make a video on that, unfortunately, it's arriving, I believe, when I'm in Sydney, I leave tomorrow, um, so I probably can't film an unboxing, which is sad, but, you know, it is what it is, (laughs) Um, that's something that I want to definitely do more of throughout the year, so ice baths, cold showers, um, yeah, stay hard, (laughs) sleep hygiene is one thing that I feel like I've started to perfect, Um, I do have to get checked for apnea, I reckon, I've done a sleep study before and I feel like the results weren't that good, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but your boy's big, so I need to check that out, but here are some must-haves for sleep hygiene or optimal sleep hygiene. You know, we'll throw optimal in there because that's the craze at the moment. We've got a memory foam pillow from Ikea. It's called the Club Spore. Uh, I think it set me back about $69, including a sheet, which really nice. It has like cold or cooler gels uh, at the top layer of it. So, when you lie on your pillow, it's a bit cooler on the head, especially for these summer nights uh, I couldn't recommend anything better. It feels so nice. Um, Nothing is better than sleeping on a cold pillow. I'm not going to lie. I don't think anything beats that. Uh, I've got some mouth tape from Chemist Warehouse. You should get these sensitive ones so you don't rip off your lips. Nasal strips is something that I've been trialing as well. Um, when I put, put it on, I was like... Cause you know, I don't know if anyone knows, but Hormozy wears them. It's like the big black strip that goes across um your nose, but these ones are clear. Um, essentially, what it does is it lifts the nasals, or it lifts your nose so that your nasal cavity has a bit more airflow through it. And my God, you notice a bit of a difference to be honest. Uh, a sleep mask, get the ones with the memory foam that sort of like sit on your face and just mold it, mold to it. And I flick on some brown noise or green noise or pink noise or however many noise, whatever noise there is that is relaxing. It sort of sounds like you're, you're in an airplane and it goes, okay, don't, nah, it's just turn on some brown noise. It'll be great for a podcast because eventually you'll end up, um, just falling asleep to the sound of uh, whoever's voice. And hopefully that voice is mine. Um, in terms of a 2023 recap as well, uh, and overall health while we're on the health bandwagon, uh, I have been going through a knee injury and the resilience that it has bestowed upon me is just like second to none. I think like if I were to recommend anything in training, it's to, it's to get injured. Like <laughs> I'm going to promote that. <laughs> um, um, Obviously not. Like, try not to get injured because it's shit. But, I'll. I guess like I developed a knee tendinopathy, um, like early last year, and it got to the point where I just couldn't even body weight squat, and that is, horrid. Like this is one third of the lifts that you need to do, and as powerlifters mate, we're, we're not the most dynamic or mobile uh, athletes. I'm not going to lie. You squat, you bench and you deadlift. Um, but uh, that's just to simplify it. And essentially I couldn't even squat. And sometimes my knees would pull up really shit after deadlifts as well. What knee injury has taught for me is just to enjoy the process. And I know that sounds really cliche, but for context, I guess the powerlifting scene in Australia in particular, uh, I joined it when I was 20 and there are some freakish athletes that are under the age of 23, which is the junior category and with that comes a lot of competition and a lot of people idolizing these under 23 year olds who are pulling incredible numbers, like just out of this world, sort of numbers and what that put on me was more pressure to be like okay my lifeline for powerlifting is when I'm 23 like I have if I don't make nationals and then I don't make worlds before I'm 23 then it's over and oh my god I'm so weak because look at this guy he's 18 and he's deadlifting more than me like I have to be better and it was just rush 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 pressure 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 and it's just not the way to go about lifting especially if you're passionate about something you will stick with it for a very long time and um, shout out to Chris when I first joined him he said dude you like must love this sport because you have just been eating shit for the past seven months and I was like yeah I fucking love this sport man Um, but I love it that much that I just compare with everyone and he's like you just need to throw that out of the window because it's just it's just detrimental to your love of the sport, and I was like, holy shit, this is some of the best, this is some of the advice that I needed to hear, because the, the ability to, like, step back, and have a more holistic approach to training, and understanding what each session was tailored towards, whilst being injured, was just eye-opening, I think, like, I am in no rush to step on platform, but that's not because I'm like, well, I need to make nationals and then I need to make worlds and then I need to beat everyone and be the best there. It's literally because I want to be healthy so that I can lift and do my best and show off the training and hard work that I've done. And it shows like I have PR'd across pretty much all lifts except for squat because we're we've just dialed back all the squat all of the squat into regression to the point where I was doing a goblet squat like and that shit hurt and we've gotten it to an SSB and we're going to go into a bar squat but in terms of bench and dead like it's just given me a more holistic approach and I've been able to enjoy those two lifts as well obviously the art of powerlifting is balancing all three and we'll get to that uh in the near future but I'm just excited like I think injury is one of those um one of those things that I guess, like, the best way to put it is uh, if anyone follows footy, you know, those who have done an ACL, like, let's say James Sicily from Hawthorne because I follow the Hawks, um, tore his ACL, was out for a year, and has come back and won an All-Australian jacket. Like, he's part of the best 22 there is in the AFL. And he... I, I really think, like, his growth from being this young, angry hot-headed individual to injury to like becoming a really good player obviously to injuring his acl and then coming back to be the captain of a footy club and run and win an all-australian jacket is just like phenomenal and you hear from some of the interviews how he speaks about how the knee really got him pretty much up in the coach's box like he was able to see the game from a different perspective and i just think that has all come through and i'm really excited for 2024 A lot of people are like, when are you competing? When are you competing? When are you competing? And I will say, soon motherfuckers, soon. So, I'm excited. Uh, In terms of health, I definitely want to look after my food. Uh, That has been going pretty well, I'd say. Like, I am a notorious binge-up. But I've really set a challenge for myself to just put the fucking fork down, essentially. So, portion tracking making sure we're cooking nice lean meats, uh, having veggies as well. Veggies, oh my God. Like I didn't realize how much I was missing out on veggies, but poops have never felt so good. <laughs> um, I guess like onto the meat of the journey or onto the meat of the podcast, shall I say. Uh, and that is career and life journey. Life with lamb was inspired well, in its inception, it was definitely inspired by Niga Higa, who created Off The Pill podcast. And that was obviously just like copying someone who I looked up to. So it didn't last very long. But I guess its second inception and when Life With Lamb sort of took off and, and all you guys have started tuning in, um, Life With Lamb is about career. It's about navigating challenges. It's about finding entrepreneurs who've done it a bit differently or finding people who've done it done uni and done it differently as well or done uni and done it the way that we're supposed to the idea is to uncover all the different ways that you can start pursuing something that you love some people get lucky and the system works some people don't and it doesn't it doesn't work but they find a way to do it and that's like the whole idea of life with them and for the most part, I just based it on the fucking hate that I had for uni. <laughs> so now that uni's done, life with Lamb is done essentially, uh, is what I'm getting to. Joking, lol. I can't reveal too much yet, but I feel like I've been hiding behind this idea of like not knowing what I want to do. And for the most part, I feel like. That was more of a stall and me hiding shame from telling people what I actually wanted to do, especially in the uni sphere and in the commerce sphere in particular, where everyone is asking, what do you want to do? Which job are you going to get? What internship are you going to do? Where are you going to do your grad job? Mind numbing questions, I know. There's just so much that the environment that you surround yourself in has to do with how you behave. And the idea of me going to Japan and dissociating from all the fucking noise from university, I'm so grateful for. Like, I I sat here in this chair that I'm recording the podcast from, harping on about sort of like what I... I guess, like, that I didn't know what I wanted to do, but deep down, I've always wanted to do something creative, I've always wanted it to be for myself in the least selfish way possible, and I think now is, like, the time that I'm able to do that, and I couldn't give a shit about if people judge me or not, because I'm rid of that environment now like there is no one in that tutorial that's gonna be like oh like how much money are you gonna earn though oh like is that the right choice like kpmg has a really good grad program and i think you should go there and you know power to you if you want to do that but i just don't think that that's for me and yes the idea of you know you don't know until you do, until you try He's so apparent, but I just look at the people that were in the commerce cohort and the people that I've had to work with in the past, and I seriously just I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> I seriously could not think of anything worse. Um yeah, twenty twenty-three taught me a fucking lot about I guess the people that you surround yourself with and people that you think that are your people. Um a lot of shade and backstabbing and judgment and pettiness goes in that fucking commerce faculty, I'm not going to lie. And I'm just so excited to be out of it. I guess instead of throwing shade, Jaden, you should talk about yourself and what you want to do. I am giving myself this year, maybe year and a bit, to venture very deep into Life With Lamb. So obviously doing the personal branding and finding more guests for you guys to listen to. There are a lot of episodes um, that are pre-recorded from last year that are incredible and I can't wait to release them, but I want to be a business owner and although I can't reveal too much yet, if you are interested in starting a podcast in 2024 or in the near future, please hit me up, Please that's all I have to say and if you know of any businesses that want to do any freelancing or like want any Instagram content like please fucking hit me up I have been I bought this new camera the Sony ZV-1 best purchase of my life man like that the quality of that is just so crisp like I did a shoot for Bizzle B which you can see on my Instagram at Jaden Lamb I was vlogging in Japan, the quality is just insane and I am bringing it in 2024, the podcast quality is going to go up and up and up and up and up and and we are going to have a big year guys, like we're going to have a huge year, um, I guess that's like all I have to talk about in this chunks episode, so thanks for listening, um, If you have any ideas or questions or queries, please shoot it my way. I am here to talk about career. I'm here to talk about how to find something that you want to do, how to pursue your passion because that's something I'm passionate about. I'm passionate in learning about how someone can find what they want to do because we're not taught it. And I want to share the messages and stories and tips and tricks around. So I am wishing you all the very best in 2024 And I hope that you can tune into a lot of the episodes and find little pearls of wisdom and also value. Until then, I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.